Hello everyone out there in Eastern PEI. We are so excited to be taping live on Main Street Monica. We have a very exciting guest here today. We have Nadine Robertson, who is the owner of the East Point Lighthouse Craft Shop. So at the easternmost point of Prince Edward Island, she gets to work every day with her staff of 10 people this year. Uh, I'm doing amazing work selling lots of local products in her craft shop. So we're just so excited to have you here today, Nadine. Thank you for having me. And of course, recently retired, and I'm using air quotations as I say <laughs> that. So you retired from the Eastern School Board. Yes. Is it that what it's called Public now? Schools Public branch. Schools Branch. Correct. Thank you. Um, a proud mom of two professional daughters, mm -hmm. a doctor and a pharmacist right. who are practicing here on the island. Yes. And Dee Dee of four beautiful grandbabies. Mm -hmm. How blessed. Very, very blessed. And how busy. <laughs> it's fun, though. Yeah, so exciting. So we're really excited to um, kind of chat about your business today. But also another component we want to get is you've taken training from yes. the, the, the most recent labor market project that the chamber has has put on. So we're going to touch on a little bit of that today. Mm -hmm. So we're so glad you joined us, people. Um, we're going to dive right in here with Nadine. So Nadine, retired. Um, but what led you to the love of, so you first managed the craft shop in 1989? 1989 I started. Right. And then you took ownership in 95. Yes. So how did that happen? Where did that love come from? I actually worked for the Surrey Area Industrial Commission. They were an economic development agency. And one of their projects was to convert the East Point Lighthouse when it became unmanned uh, to a tourism destination. So then in, I managed it in 89, from 89 to 94. And then in 95, the mandate of all of the island industrial commissions was met. So there was no one to run it. So I contacted uh, uh, the Eastern Kings, oh, what is it? Was it Community a, Council. Oh, okay, right. And uh, got them to write to the, uh, to... Coast Guard Canada, and they took over the um, the rental of the property and then sublet to me, and I worked at it ever since. Wow. So in 89, what, was there a craft shop, or what did it look like? Was it just the lighthouse tours itself? The first year in 88 was the first year. Paulette Solomon actually was the manager oh, yes. that year. I do uh, remember that. Yeah. yeah. So Peter McQuaid had come up with the idea, and then Paulette managed it. They had a training project, and... The women from the project worked just out of the lighthouse. There was one table with some sweatshirts and t-shirts there, and they did tours. And then through the next winter, they did uh, renovations to the Foghorn House and turned it into a craft shop. Wow. Okay, so in this meeting, when things were starting to get dissolved, and there probably wasn't an, there was an opportunity to take over ownership, mm -hmm. did you ever... Did you think to yourself, I want to do that? What the heck happened there? I just fell into it. Like I, had, uh, I hadn't realized that the mandate was going to be up, so I had done some orders. There was a lot of local people who depended on the shop for some supplemental income. Right. 
and I just thought it had to be done. So, so are I you did an it. artisan yourself? Um, do you do any artwork? I buy craft supplies. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's the extent. <laughs> yeah, I have the ability, but never had the time. But I'm hoping this winter maybe to do something. Yes, now that you're retired. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. So, like I mentioned, you took part in advantage. You took advantage of a program. Mm -hmm. Two. Two of them. Awesome. Yes. You did the first round and the second round. Yes. So the the uh, training that we're speaking about is um, hosted by Story Shado. Mm -hmm. um, one was cohesive branding and the other was marketing and analytics. Mm -hmm. um, so can you tell us a bit about, so when you first heard about the program, what kind of enticed you to take uh, what was your needs at that point as far as owning a seasonal, busy place? Like throughout the pandemic, the worst two years of the pandemic, mm -hmm. it was all about um, re rebranding. Yeah, rebranding and going online and pivoting. That was it. I yes. never thought I'd word that. Yeah. Forget that word. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was all about pivoting on to online and... I had a Facebook page and I had an Instagram page that had absolutely nothing on it because I had no clue. And Instagram, quite honestly, terrified me. Mm -hmm. And I had um, I had a need to find out how to do it. So the rebranding and cohesive marketing, that was really appealing right off the bat because I didn't know I didn't know who I was, like as far as what you wanted to tell the world. Yeah, exactly. And I hadn't understood up until that point how important that is. Like, I just thought, well, you have a shop, you put stuff in it, people come, people buy it. Right. Uh, but I could it's see... It's more than that. It's way more than that. Right. And um, with story, it's like, I can still have all the same things pretty much, but... You stepped it up a notch? Or three. Or yeah. three. That's awesome. Yeah. So you saw the need that you're your own business um, needed to take advantage of. There yes. really wasn't a question for you. No, no. As soon as I heard about it, it's like I was probably one of the first ones yeah, who applied wonderful. for it because it it was a necessity. Like to move forward, I mean, the world has changed. And I had to be, uh, I realized that I had to be able to tell a story. Like I could see more and more how, how in order to do well in a business, people needed to relate to the the people behind it right they're buying from a person as opposed to buying from the store and that's all about the cohesive branding yes exactly so when you were um thinking about taking this uh training program um what were the advantages like what what like was the financial investment pretty reasonable like for what you were getting it was it might as well have been free because there was so much value to it wonderful that uh, it, the cost I don't even remember what it was, but it was like it was really nothing for what you were getting. Wonderful. So it was worth the investment. Very much. Um, we worked in partnership with Skills Development to to allow that fee mm -hmm. to be minimal for our members. And Story Shado Photography is also a member of the chamber. So it's great that we could source the talent local. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing is that it was one-on-one. -on -one. Tell us a little bit about that so people know what we will hopefully be offering in September. Um, yeah, because I've taken courses in other things before and you're in a group and you don't want to be stupid and ask stupid questions right. even though there's no such thing I realize yes uh, but with stories you could you could set your time and come when worked for you I was still 
for the first session, well, and part of the second, um, I was still working. So right. she could come in the weekend. On the weekend, uh, we could meet at a restaurant or at my house or so very anywhere. flexible. Very flexible. Okay, and that's what really we wanted to target because we understand, like you, Nadine, working full time, yep. trying to run a seasonal business, very difficult. Yeah, couldn't have done it without the way the flexibility that she had, and it was two-hour sessions. So that made a difference, too, because... It wasn't a full day. It wasn't a full day where you can't remember anything because it's so long, and it wasn't only an hour because even just from when I came in here today, you need a, a warm-up part just to find out where you are and what you're doing. Absolutely. You can't jump right in, so two hours was wonderful. That's great. And so what did you, what did you learn? Everything. Can you think of something on the top here? <laughs> you should see my notebooks. That's um, awesome. Well, the cohesive branding part of it, it was just, it was probably, it's you know, it's one of those things that a lot of it was common sense once somebody tells you. Right. Um, um, and like a lot more of the importance of the person, like the staff behind it. Uh, so um, showcasing not just. Not just product. Your product. Yeah, but, but the staff. Behind the scenes. Exactly. People love to see the faces yeah. of the business. And that, I had no idea about anything like that. Right. But the cohesive branding, the only bad thing about the cohesive branding was that it made me know what I didn't know. You know that whole thing where you don't know what you don't know? Right. And then with her, all of a sudden, I did know what I didn't know. Yes. So, so you had to work on that. I had to really work on that. And like story... Honestly, the, she's so easy to work with. I still can't tell you what the difference between a post and a story is because I, unless I have my book in front of me, because I just... I love that you uh, took notes. Oh, I had to. That's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, she, I don't know, God knows what she said to herself when she got to the car, but <laughs> I could ask her the same question a dozen times, and she would, uh, I don't know what it was we did, one of the last sessions and there was something and it's like she took it right back to the first and went through it with me it's like there's so many ways to learn right. and she can go and do it and you may not have asked that in a group as you and, mentioned oh, before I wouldn't have. no because she'd already explained it a couple of times a couple of ways and i still wasn't getting it so she took it right back to the beginning and went through it with me and anything i was interested in uh, she would go it wasn't like so structured that okay you have to learn this, this, and this. There was a list of things that we were going to be going through. But right. if I was having trouble with something, no problem. We can spend extra time with that. Like the flexibility was tremendous. Wonderful. So you took the two rounds of the training. Yes. So what? how did it help you move your business forward? What did you notice about yourself, about the staff, about... The sales, of course, the bottom line is very important. Yeah, like sales this year. I mean, I can't certainly can't credit all to her, but uh, I can credit a good portion to her. Like, there's more tourists on the island. My sales are tremendous this year, and people are seeing it. Like, people all over the world are seeing my Instagram. Right, that's amazing. So if they're not here this year, they'll be here next year. So you have more followers. I have More, followers. You have followers. <laughs> Yay, that's great. Like it's up to, 
think it was 355 last night because I check it religiously. Yes, because it's important. Exactly. Right? You it's realize very the importance. important. Right. And uh, she told me, like, she showed me all the analytics and everything, and it's like if you have this many, you know, if it's increasing by this much is good, and I'm always a little over what she Wonderful. said. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so you're seeing increase in your numbers. Mm -hmm. um, where can people find your information now? You got to tell us. Uh, East, East underscore point underscore craft shop is, I don't know if you have to put it in that way, but that's yep. for East Instagram. Right. And Facebook is East Point Craft Shop. Wonderful. Do you have any other platforms or did you go there or was it mostly just the Facebook and the Instagram training? Uh, the training, but I also have a new website that is a glitch right at this point, uh, but it's East Point Craft Shop too, and I'm working on doing um, online sales with it. Oh, wonderful! And so part, is that something new for you? Uh, yeah, like it was. I always had pictures of a couple of things, but I never kept it up. I didn't know what I was doing. Same right. as anything else. Right. So was Story able to help you a little bit? Yeah. About, with she that? Was, yeah. And she did photography. For, oh, wonderful! So you got ten commercial shots. Is yeah. that correct? Uh, yeah, and she's pretty flexible. She's very flexible, very kind. <laughs> yeah. So those shots, people can see those on your website? Uh, yeah, once it's back up. Right. Yeah, her husband actually modeled for some of it. Oh, so, wonderful. Yeah, major bonus. So it's a family, family effort. Yeah, exactly. That's great. So it, it seems like you really, like, what would you suggest to other members that are listening or other small businesses? What would you say to them about the course or what? You have to have it. Like, going into the new world you really do have to have your online presence and it's not fun no like it's really it it's, it's ever changing yeah too. it's ever changing like every time it would be like well facebook just did this or instagram just did that and now you have to do this like it's funny i put up a reel the other day so you're doing reels i am Nadine doing reels robertson is doing reels not only am i doing reels i'm doing reels with my face in them oh my god and that, so very much outside the box oh, for you, outside your comfort zone. Yeah, uh, to do a reel where it says, so I'm going on a road trip to pick up things would take me at least 20 tries. Oh, my gosh. But it was, it was terrifying. Yeah. But, it, but you feel more comfortable? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I really do. So was it just you that took the training? Was it one-on-one -on -one with you and Story? Or how did you share that information with your staff and... Um, no, I took it, and uh, Michelle Fletcher, she's the store manager. Right. She also took the first level course. Right. And, um, yeah, so she's very familiar with it now, and she lives very close to the lighthouse, so she can take pictures for it. Wonderful. And, yeah. So it's great to have your staff, you know. Yes, exactly. Know what's in your notebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, so you would definitely recommend yes. for other business owners to take this training. Yes. For sure. And I, we, we also talked about the flexibility. Mm -hmm. So as a small business owner, seasonal, you got to be on your game 100%. Yep. Exactly. And I mean, I already have one thing Story had come up with for, um, for, for stories. Uh, I didn't get to this year, but I'm getting pictures done for it for another year. Like the time commitment to social media is, is the hardest thing. Like... When I sit there and I'm flipping through Instagram and looking at things and commenting on things. You can kind of get lost. You can kind of get lost, but it's, it's mentally vital. to change. Okay. Yeah. Because I was, where was I the other day? And, oh, yeah, I know where I was. Um, 
Malpec Fine Ironworks. That's gorgeous. Anyway, I was talking to the guy who owns it, and I was taping him for um, for a reel, and right. I said, you know, something about doing, getting this for social media, and you know how much I hated it. And he said, yeah, I know. And then he was talking about the other woman who works there. She said, like, I'll be going out and she'll be on their, her phone. And she said, I'm working honest. And, <laughs> and that's true. Like, it's hard to get through your head that, no, I am working. Like, just mm-hmm. because this I'm is a major fun, part of it. Wor- yeah, right. exactly. Before we were told, if you had a phone, you didn't take Dare it out. bring it out. Right. Exactly. Right. Things are changing yep. in the workspace. Yeah. Yeah. And when I go to my suppliers and say, can I videotape you for social media? They all say yes. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. So what what is your timeline for the opening day and closing day for your, your craft shop at uh, East Point? Normally, we're open by um, Victoria Day. Okay. Uh, like sometimes a little bit earlier because... What is that, May 18th? May 24th. May 24th. Picnic Day. Picnic Day, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Everyone knows that out there in Eastern PI. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we were get, had been getting to the point where... We were getting stock in earlier and earlier because people were coming earlier and earlier, so we were opening earlier and earlier. Now, obviously, that's changed, but next year we'll go back to probably the, the week before Victoria Day. Okay, wow. And we're open until Canadian Thanksgiving. Awesome. And we probably should be open longer. Yeah. yeah. So you're seeing a really good season this year? A fantastic season. That's like Above great. 2019, which was the best, so yeah. That's fantastic. We love hearing that. And And I know you do too. And I'm sure social media has played a huge part of it because, well, it used to be that you had to have um, cards, you know, those rock cards. Yes. And I don't even have those anymore. Like those promo cards or whatever. Yeah. Because now, I mean, if I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to Google it. Yes. And... So if they Google me, they'll find me. That's right. That's awesome. So, yeah, your media platforms are really Working important. Hard. Yeah, especially yeah. during COVID, right? Yeah, exactly. That's where people were, right? So I'm sure you've seen lots of people come through the door at uh-huh. the lighthouse. <laughs> so do you have a funny story of working with someone or a certain colorful customer that you've had or an so, experience? Um, I was trying to think of things like that. This is an experience that I don't recommend and in this situation, anybody does. Okay. But, and I can't... This is, <laughs> disclaimer, this is what not to do. Don't do this at home. <laughs> uh, I was looking, I, 10, no, 20 years ago, I don't know, 15, sometime, uh, East Lake Bridge burned. Okay. And for anybody who doesn't know, East Lake is on the north, uh, north side of the east end of the island. And anyway, um, transportation put up a barrier going right by South Lake Church, which you go by South Lake Church to East Point. Right. So the only access. Well, it was the yes. only access because yes. the bridge was out on the north side. And wow. this, so it was a Sunday afternoon. I don't know when they put it up, Friday or Saturday. Sunday afternoon, there I was at the um, barriers. And every car that would come by would slow down because I was there wondering what I was doing. And it's like, oh, if you go to East Point, you go right ahead. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> For the whole day. So you were really manning, manning. traffic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the barriers got moved 
the next day. I bet they did. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And you weren't even told about that or? No. Wow. No, like it burnt and I just never thought that it would be right. that far down. Right. So, yeah, there Talk about one. taking charge. At any, were you owner at that point? <laughs> yeah. You were owner. Yeah. It had to be done. Yeah, I have pictures of me at the barrier. Oh, but, my gosh. <laughs> apparently, it was a dangerous thing that's to a, do. Yeah, that's an investment, though. Yeah. That's, you it, need to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you had a career with the public schools branch yes. for how long? 12 years. Um, and I substituted with them for 10 years prior to wow, that. Wow, so 22 years plus. Yeah. Um, you managed... The craft shop at yeah. East Point. Had a ne- store in Basin Head. That's ha- right. And, I do remember that, yeah. Nadine. And one on Basin Head, uh, one on Main Street in Surrey. Right. I hate housework. I'll open a store so I don't have to sweep. I love it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you've so, you know, you've done a lot of things. Um, you had a career at public schools branch, 22 years of span. Yeah. You've, op- you've had a lot of stores, one at... Basin? One at Basin Head and one on Main Street. One on Main Street. You managed the East Point Craft Shop. Mm-hmm. And then owned it. Owned it since 1995. Yep. So share with, can you share with us a moment, like, that things didn't go as planned or just went downhill and you were like, ugh. Um, the year, like, there was one year where lead be- paint became a thing. And uh, any house... It was a big issue. A big yeah. issue. Any mm-hmm. house before the 40s would have lead in the paint, and cribs had lead in the paint, everything had lead in the paint. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it was like, uh, no, you can't let people chew on the windows of the lighthouse and things like that, yes. and like the floors. Um, and at that point, I was still privately looking after, like a privately running the place. And... There was needed to be re- a lot of remediation done. So at that point, I contacted Friends of Elmira, and they took over the lease because okay. as a as a community organization, they could fund things that I couldn't do. Absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah, because I didn't know what I was going to do otherwise. I mean, yeah, you just... That's a huge undertaking. Yeah. And then it stopped being a thing because any heritage building in Canada and the world has the same lead paint. So if they were pushing it, then they'd have to close down everything. Right. So Friends of Elmira still... They are the leasehold. Actually, they're the owner now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The Coast Guard still maintains the light itself. It's a right. functioning light. Right. But Friends of Elmira own the property. Okay. That's something I didn't realize. Yeah. So what... So you've lived here mm-hmm. all your life on the island? All my life on the island. Do you live in Stratford? I do now. I um, I got a job with the school board right. that was in Charlottetown, so mm, I moved in there. Nice and close. Yeah. but um, So you've lived here all your life. Mm-hmm. You love rural living. I know you do. Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, you were raised in a rural, the yeah, rural Eastern PI, yeah, yeah, on the farm. So thinking about your life and now running your business, what, were there any drawbacks, or was it all good? Or It was all good. Awesome. It, I had staff that... Well, the staff made it. Right. And you've increased your staff. Yep. It used to be that I would have a full-time and part-time person working mm-hmm. seven days a week. Now I have two full-time and a part-time person. I have expanded the store three times. So every time I expand it, I would need wow. more hours. And that wouldn't have happened unless you had local hires. Local staff. Most of them local hires? Oh, all of them. All of them. All of them. Okay. Um, most of them are either 
well, relatives from one side of the family or the other. Right. You come from big sides. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So they're pretty well all related. Wow. One girl this year, I guess, didn't have a connection, except she was my neighbor's daughter. Yes. Uh, That's a connection. <laughs> yeah. So no really real drawbacks. It was mostly all positive. It was all positive. Yeah. Oh, um, let me see now. One bad part was Hurricane Hugo. Whatever year that was. What year was that? That was like a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And it was before a lot of the renovations were do- done. So the power went off. The power was still on, I guess. Uh, and the water was literally coming through oh, the roof, no. through the ceiling, down through the light fixture, and dripping filled a 45-gallon garbage can like that. Oh, my gosh. We got new electrical after that. Yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did. <laughs> Living right on the point. Yeah. Or operating your business right on the point. There's lots of, you know, the weather and... Oh, yeah. You, uh, Paint doesn't stay on. No, that's right. Um, so really in your in your lifetime, in your lifetime up till now, who has really helped you along the way? Who's made the difference? Can you Do you recall anyone oh. specific or what made the difference for you in going from manager, then retiring from your full-time position? Anything that you can think of that made the difference for you? Um, Peter McQuaid made a huge difference. Wonderful, like, lovely man. Yeah, he yeah. was my boss from, well, until uh, the mandate, like until 1995. And he had the confidence in me. Right. To let me. And that's so important. Yep. Like he would be the kind of a person, it's like, I need this, this, and this, and never ask again. You wow. know, just figure you're going to do it. So yeah, yeah, he knew you would do it. Yeah. And he gave me the confidence right. to do things myself. Wow. Yeah, I would say he was instrumental. Like he yeah. just. Figured I could do stuff. Yeah. So I did. He had faith in you. He had faith in me. Yeah, he'd be, uh, yeah, that's great. And he'd be loving to see that you're still operating and growing and whatnot. exactly. That's great. So future plans for Nadine, the craft shop. What can customers expect when they go there now? Well, I now have the whole building. I started off just... Well, a lot less of it. Right. How much square feet is there now? So you took no idea. There used to be a takeout and an ice cream spot and whatever. So you take that whole area. I needed storage, so I have storage in the kitchen there. And now I keep saying I've been doing market research all summer on um, like diner, not diners, but um, takeouts or coffee bars and stuff like that. Because a lot of people are looking for They coffee. would look for that. Yeah. And I know now if you want to do a food service course, uh, I know nothing about uh, food. So I don't know if um, if that's Yeah, the something. avenue you should take. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there should be ice cream up there, but I despise selling ice cream. <laughs> You're not a scooper. Not a scooper. And twice, I, I used to sell it twice, the uh, freezer got unplugged. Oh. And not plugged in. Oh. And, no. yeah. Mass. Oh, beyond. So yeah. East Point Craft Shop will not be selling ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> but that could be something that um, your customers may look for in the next season. Yeah. There could be something there that you'd be offering. Yeah. Coffee in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if there'll be uh, just coffee or coffee and baked goods. I need a baker to have baked goods. Yeah. So there's a lot of elements there there's that have a to lot. be. Yeah. So I've been, I have in all seriousness, been checking out a lot of uh, shops that 
do offer coffee right. and like people are so so good when I ask questions because I mean it's no competition it's right you're you're East Point you're exactly. way out there yeah so people tell me but that's great stuff yeah yeah and so I know you you house a lot of local products mm-hmm. and I know when we chatted earlier you were like I can't even couldn't number tell yeah it's well over 100 well over 100 different artisans and products yeah and this year, more than ever, just because wholesale products are really hard to get because they're not able to get stuff in. Right. So I've really been tending, been um, depending on local people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm over all over the island. Usually you yourself twice a week. travel twice a week. Yeah, to, pick to get up your stuff. product. Yeah. Wow. Because to get it shipped, if it's just one thing, uh, it's okay to ship it. But if well, right now you can't. Well, most days you can't get in my car. Because I'll just be picking stuff up. Wow. Like yesterday I was in Crapo and I was in Stanley Bridge and I was in Rustico. I could be in Minimagas. That's it. I can't say it. So your product, like when you get them back to the store, pretty much products flying off the shelf? Literally flying off the shelf. I was in Ferndale a week or so ago. Wonderful. And I picked up, and it's right by Seacow Head. Pond Lighthouse, beautiful lighthouse. Anyway, I picked up these beach bags and. Um, oh yeah, they're crocheted. They were the crocheted yes, ones, yeah. yeah. And got them. They, I got ten of them, and I, my daughter had shown them to me on Facebook. So um, I called her to see which color she wanted, and between the time that so they were all sitting in a box in front of me when I called her. An hour and a half later, they were on the floor. There was two left. Thank goodness the one she wanted was still there. Wow. So in an hour and a half, eight sold. I took one, and the next last one sold in the next morning. So if you have, a, like a craftsperson, you can't replace those overnight. No. But Huge I have amount more of now. work. Yes. Oh, you got more. <laughs> yeah, of course more. you did. You're always on the road. Yeah. So we're kind of just going to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would definitely uh, tell other members to take Tired in this training? Definitely. Um, we can find the East Point Craft Shop on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to check out your reels, too, yeah. see what's going on. <laughs> That's exciting. And some, some, just some rapid-fire mm-hmm. questions for you to end up our sure. uh, conversation today. What's the most used app on your phone? What are you on? Uh, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Wonderful. To see what everybody else is doing. Right. Biggest pet peeve. Now, I don't know if they're kidding or not, but when people come in and they ask where the lighthouse is. Oh, can you really get that a lot? <laughs> it's more than you think. Okay. And so I want people to Google the East Point Lighthouse <laughs> Craft Shop and look where the lighthouse yeah. is. Yeah. And now, you'll know what she's talking about. I'm assuming they're joking, but we get it a lot. Yeah, you still have to be kind and, yeah. and answer the question. Favorite local product That's from the easy. East? What is it? Uh, Surrey sauces, mustard pickles. They're almost as good as mine. Oh, uh, did you hear that, Jim? <laughs> a challenge. Yeah. Oh, they're they're real. Home, well, all of this stuff, real homemade. They taste like it was made in your own kitchen. Wow. So that's what we have. I'm definitely gonna have to try them. I'm oh yeah. Fan, big fan of the salsa. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. the mustard pickles are. Well, that's what we have for Christmas and Thanksgiving. You now. have them stocked. Yep. Wonderful. It's been so great to talk with you today. Thank you very much. Um, And we're so thankful that you got um, some great information from our training program. So if anyone is interested in taking, we're Mm -hmm. hoping to start a new round in September with Story Shado. 
And really, it's been a delight, Nadine, and we wish you much success in the future. Thank you very much.